Why your niggas move shady? Charlie bought that shit back, bitch. Son of some drown, one tissue. Be steady, living on the daily. Kill a bag, book, Charlie, where they at? All the ops dug that digi-dash Came for the wings, no waiting And you meet, why you hating? Give me the cash, ay. Pay my dues, no delay Buy me no sun delay yeah. Bad bitch on the way ay. Never lose, that's the play Go hard, supercharged Losing my weight, never knock King shit, where you're flush Get a drip overload Me, I'm vexing mode I tell your bar, shall they hook the flow? Cause he motherfucker got the fits in me Air Force One got the federal check And the T so clean, that's a boss effect ay. What's up? You niggas want Fuck, fuck off. Oh, you niggas play more lord. I pray for you niggas. Bless all. Bless all. Hey y'all, my name is Joseph N.T., host of the People's Favorite Podcast. Yes, that is Sincerely Accra, brought to you by the Gold Coast Report, hey, <laughs> and produced by Mr. Asante. Listen, catch all new episodes every two weeks as I bring you unfiltered opinions on the wild and messy lives of Accra's residents. I'm telling you, when I say wild and messy, it is not an understatement. It's wild and messy. <laughs> And listen, the podcast is set against a backdrop of carefully curated music and sound bites put together by the producer extraordinaire, Mr. Asante. Listen, the Sincerely Crowd podcast is available on all podcast platforms and GCR's website at listentogcr.com. That is listentogcr.com. Now listen, make sure you're checking for us because it's always a vibe on Sincerely Accra. Macramo. So on today's episode, we are talking about depression among parents. Uh, if some of you remember, on the first season, I spoke about depression with a couple of my friends, and we went into the nitty-gritty bits where I found out that people have sex as a coping mechanism for depression. But yeah, but today's depression, we are, we are taking up a, a notch a bit, and uh, we are talking about depression among parents this time we are pushing the conversation just beyond us who are privy to mental health issues and all that and we are taking it to the older generation where we want to we want to have a discussion and see if they they are also as as informed as we are or they are they are if they're also on the same page as us when it comes to mental health issues and stuff like that so like just before we start nano kwame what's what's your view on like the older generation and like mental health in general I think they're not as educated as we are. That's the first thing. Okay. I was like, can you hear me? I was like, um, I, I think certain aspects of mental health, should I say they, they're not that much, um, educated or they're not really abreast with what it entails. You know, they probably just know, like, and let me give you all a, a practical example. Today, um, when Alan gave me the twenty, you know, she knew we were going to talk about and stuff. I was like, "Let me ask a couple of adults um, these kind of questions. Are they aware?" So I asked, and I was like, um, "What's your take on mental health issues?" And you know, the people that I asked, they were like, "They don't have a take." And I was like, what, like, I don't understand. And then they equated mental health to being mad or insane. And I was like, that's not the same thing. Depression does not equate madness, vice versa, in my eyes or in my opinion. Um, and I was like, people get depressed, you know, um, by various reasons, like 
they asked me what, like what, and I was like circumstances, situation. So there, I knew that they didn't really understand the question, and they didn't really have any facts or answers, you know, to the question. So I think they're not really abreast with certain things in regards to mental health issues. Well, I know for a fact that they suffer depression as well, but that I'm not too sure of the statistics. And um, I know that depression amongst the, the elderly or the aged is not a normal part of their aging process. However, yes, they suffer it. And depression itself might not be taken too seriously because it might be taken as just a normal part of like ev an everyday life where somebody might not be too happy, right? Mm -hmm. But then yeah. if you compare it to other forms of mental disorders, I feel like we downplay depression, especially amongst the, 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 the elderly. Yeah. They don't give a lot of importance to it, should I say? Yeah. Yeah. To, to a large extent, yeah. Yeah. I just, I just feel like just to a very large extent, many are aware, but like Hilda said, they like to downplay it. They like to mask it with other things. And I feel like another reason why it seems as though it seems that way is because I guess millennials or, you know, the younger generation we are more anxious with issues surrounding it. And like, it just boils down to the fact that they are masking it. If they are just treating, you know, issues of mental health as, oh, and another day, you know, that thing, how do we say it? Um, problem for this world, no, they finish. If they are treating it that way, of course, there wouldn't be much attention or there wouldn't be much concern. But, but they, the thing, the thing I'm concerned about is, are they, are they willing to talk about these things in the first place? Because like, if they are not willing to talk about it, then yeah, me personally, I feel like they know. That's why when I started off, I was saying that I feel like most of them just like to ignore it and treat it as oh, it's just another day's problem. They know they are in denial, and they would rather just not talk about it. Yeah, that's how I see it. Thank you, thank you. You were saying something. Yeah, like. Take it like this. Do you, do you, like, how many people in our, even let's say in our community, in our car, can get up and tell their parents that they themselves, they are depressed. They will downplay it. I tell you that's not bad They are depressed or what? As in, the parents would, would downplay yeah. it, right? Okay. So, you know, and even in that state, so how am I now liking it to them? They don't even, like, they don't even acknowledge it, like, actually, you're depressed, how? Except it yourself. Like, for themselves, they don't, they don't admit it yes. for themselves. So, it's like, about talking about it's, it for them now. Uh, okay. You get what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. But, but I, I feel like, personally, I feel like a lot, most of them don't know that this is it. Like, they'd rather say it as something else than call it, like, That's a mental health issue. Exactly. So, then it's... It's like, it's not even about the informed though. It's like, if you go to like a counselor or like a therapist, this, this is what they'll tell you. They'll tell you it's depression, right? But it's like, they'd rather go and it's like, your leg is hurting and you're treating malaria. 
that kind of thing. But they, they'd rather choose yeah. it as something else, as tiredness, as oh, lack of rest. Fatigue. Yeah, uh-huh. too much so like, yeah. stress. Yeah. So if, if yeah. they are sensitized yeah. enough and they know that this is what actually goes on, then maybe they'll be willing to talk about it. But I feel like because they don't know, that's why they don't talk about it. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I get where you're coming from. But again, it's more like, what are you depressed about? Like, you don't pay anybody's school fees. You shouldn't have problems at this age. You get it. That's the angle I think they're raising from. And and you see a lot of that, yeah. that angle coming up. You like, you don't have issues. We feed up. you. We clothe you. Which is very so weird. Problem, you know? Yeah, they don't. But, but, but this generation has its own perks and its own issues that affect you know, we the youth differently. You know, so like, and especially because of social media, a lot of people are depressed because of social media, you know, and you're not going to be able to take that to your parents and tell them, oh, hey, mom, this, like, you get me even cyberbullying. Let me take that for instance. They're not going to understand that, like, oh, this is why I did, oh, no, no, no. You like, put the phone away. Or, and but, honestly, there was there was simple. a point there was a point in time on Twitter where uh, people would tell you that there's nothing like cyberbullying, right? So it's like just walking away from your screen. It's serene. Honestly. And that's a whole that's a load of crap. With the with the with how the older generation sees mental health, like in the first place. Are we as the younger generation supposed to like lead the way? Or are we supposed to like just let them die out and then we will handle the people coming after us? Wow. I don't know. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? That's a good question. I don't think I don't think that can work. Because which one? Which one? I, from I where I stand, things. I feel I said, like I said two things. Which one do you think can't work? The one. Which one did you say? Me, I had one. No. <laughs> so I said, are we supposed to talk to the older generation about these things? Or are we supposed to leave them to die out? Then we handle maybe our younger siblings and the people that are coming after us and we talk to them coming after us about it. I think we can do both. Hmm. It'll be very, honestly speaking, it'll be very difficult to speak with somebody whose mind has been um, schooled to believe in, like, that depression doesn't really exist. You get it. And to unschool them will be very, very difficult. You know how our parents are. What they believe in is what they believe in. They're so not open to learning. It will take a long time. Almost. Yeah. uh, We've been here for this long time. We have thrived. We have, you know, lived. What are you talking about? That we don't know. We get it. So, it'll be very difficult (laughs) to speak with them. So, I think we should take it up. And then... We should take it up and then try to see how best and we can. And talk to those who are coming out there. Yeah, and yeah, it's not even the younger people ourselves. Yeah, ourselves. Ourselves first. And even ourselves, yeah, we, a lot of us don't even want to admit that we're depressed. You know, rather laugh it off. Yeah, rather laugh it off. Oh, I'm depressed, but it's not a, it's not a joke. Yeah, and then lots of us are. Lots of us are. Trust us. Would rather, would rather, would rather say I'm stressed, or I'm tired, or I'm mm-hmm. in the mood. They are depressed. Yeah, yeah. Let me hear it. Me right now, I hear what you guys are saying, but then it just puts me in a point where I don't like. I really don't know where to stand because yeah, I understand where you guys are coming from in the sense that our parents have been 
old in a certain manner that makes them feel like oh it doesn't exist but then again it makes me feel like we're acting as if our parents are more school i am convinced i believe with every ounce in my blood that these people know that it's very possible it's something that is there it's something that people are going through but i personally i just feel like they're in denial you know, but, I but hear that's, you. A, that's that's the thing. So, like, how do we get them out of that denial to be able to admit that this is the issue at hand? Exactly, because if you're in denial and you know about it, what exactly are you doing? Some parents like and some yourself. older people, because you know that some parents and you decide not to believe it. Some parents and some older people are coming, you know, around with this issue. So I just feel like maybe it's just a matter of time, or it's the latter of what Alan said. We just let the generation that don't believe in it, they should just die out or something. Like, all that thought. Rather like, should die out. But there's, what but there's the think? angle... Wait, here we go. Now, I was asking her, so what, what, what's her stance on it? Does she think the older generation should be schooled or we should just go ahead with the, 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 the other thing you said? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That we should just... We should just leave those who want to adapt and just leave the rest to that they just want to sit in that mentality. But but there's also there's also the angle where the people who refuse to accept that this is what's happening continue to cause harm to the people around them or like to us, the younger generation who are after them. I don't know if you because, understand what I'm saying. Yeah, because I feel like they are, they are not the about really. it. About a lot, a lot of things. So, so in that instance, what do you guys think we should do? With us, with us as like, as like, uh, as in regards to the people who are nonchalant about mental health issues. Yes, exactly, and at least, and at least to them causing like harm to the people around them. Oh, I mean, if you do know anybody who 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 is in that situation, or if you yourself are in that situation, I mean, of course. Just try to find a way to cope or <laughs> they cause harm. This is what dicey. You about the cause harm. The cause harm is ah, Charlie. Because because of their depression, they could. But can I ask a question? They could. They could ignore yes. you. Yeah, sure. Why not? Feel free. What what in the first place causes depression? Because. Knowing yeah. the problem I feel is like the problem. partly solving it. So what causes it? Well, that's that's too broad though, because mental health issue is more than yeah, more I, than I just like, depression. Are you doing? Are, like are we doing depression has, or we are doing mental health? Well, we are doing we are doing depression, but I feel like every every human being has like a cause of that. Yes, yeah, so how's that? Some broad? people is just the 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 love they don't get from their parents. Some people is schoolwork stressing them out, and they just draw back into this hole. Some people is like their relationships and their love life. Some people it's just money and the feel the the idea that they are failing at life. Do you understand? So I don't know. Everyone has like a different reason to get them depressed. But then I I can't I can't tell for anyone. So I, I don't know how I'd answer that. There's not like a general cause where you, where you know that okay, so for malaria, like a female anaphylis mosquito has to bite you then you get malaria, do you get it? So like depression isn't isn't like there are there are lots of gray areas, if I should put it that way, in depression. Ultimately I feel like if we're all supposed to get money or something, or anyone in that situation is supposed to even go and see a therapist, I don't think at that point in time they dig deep or focus much on 
the environments. I think every energy that is channeled with you and your therapist or that session is it just boils down to you, the individual, how you can cope with it. So I feel like regardless eh, of how harmful the environment may be or the people around you, it comes down to you. So one way or the other, yeah, they may be like a pain in our, like in the ass and all of that, but you still have to deal with it yourself. Because, you know, if you were to see the therapist, then there's no way, even if it's your parents, your therapist would say, you, this session, come with your mom or come with your siblings. You'd have to deal with it yourself. So, yeah, it may be detrimental. Or but in some instances, the therapist could take their contact or find a way of reaching them and, I don't know, intercede sort of on your behalf to try and get some, some this thing, some... Uh, understanding for you as to why maybe they may be acting how they're acting oh me i'm not familiar with that because um assuming i'm going through a problem and this with like a parent or something that the person is dead where then does the intercession oh come inside i see i see yeah so uh-huh okay so you're talking in a respect of maybe someone has lost their loved one and that's making them depressed yeah, or let's oh. say the person has left. Yeah. Or she cannot shit. Yeah. Like, are you going to uh, call the person's investor or something? You know? So, yeah. last, last, so I feel like it's yourself, you, the individual. Just admit yes. To yourself that yes. you can actually pull yourself out of that. Yes. Because most of the time, the depressing states that we are in, yeah, there are lots of contributing factors, and sometimes it's beyond you. So, it's just you, the individual, that you have to. Realize that the best option for this is, is to just accept Christ. That's all. That's all. That depression there <laughs> is Christ. Seriously, because the life problems it born. Life if, problem. it, like, you can be depressed for one month and then maybe three months you'll be happy. Then another two months, then it's Christ. Bro, you know, get Christ there. Depression, get the false rapture. But when it comes nice. to the podcast, we try as much as possible to limit the whole biblical thing because yeah. it's not everyone that so well, just, let just, alone with us <laughs> yeah down there we know <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah i think i was saying that knowing the problem right kind of helps us solve it because right now it's like we're just identifying the fact that oh this person has um, depression and so they should be able to stand up to it right but we haven't said what exactly they must do to get out of it which is the most important thing that's you know? that's what i was coming to that in the event that uh, like this older generation or even ourselves are willing to admit and work on these issues like what's the way forward what should we do who should we like see how should we go about it so since you have started you can continue that train at all tell us what to do but has Hilda oh, been depressed before? That is the issue. Okay, let's start it this way. Have Have any of you been depressed before? Oh no, no, me. Uh, uh, I think yeah. Have you or you haven't admitted I'm that you've been depressed? Oh, I've never been depressed before. Okay, then your life is happy. <laughs> then what? So one week, then I'm sitting down. and what? My hand will be on my chin, and I'll be thinking. You see, this is exact thoughts. The older generation have. That's not. That's. I've uh, been depressed before. No, 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 Alan. You can't be depressed for one one day, and then the next day. That's not depression. 
Fashion is a constant thing. Yo, don't get it twisted. I love it. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. Yes, you being listening. you being sad for a day and losing interest in a lot of things for a day doesn't mean that now you have a problem. You have de- you have depression. No, 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 no. There are days when we get angry. There are days when we get sad. There are days when we are just so tired. We don't want to involve ourselves in any activities whatsoever. That isn't depression. We should be able to um, how do you call it? Differentiate between the two. So personally, I don't think I've even gone three days or two days in the same. So what? So you so nah. make you happy, for Oh me, I'm so happy. You, so you know that. So there's never been a time that you you've had feelings of self doubt. Doubt as to what? Or despondency, or dejection. <laughs> Not at all. She's laughing. <laughs> she can't relate. Oh, that's crazy. I can't relate. I can't relate. <laughs> You know. Oh, that's hard. So you and you and your said, you and your said, you guys have been depressed before. So let me start with you, Nana Kwang. What did you? How did you go about yours? Do you know how what did I go about it? Like how did I get? Like do you know what caused oh, it? Was, it, it was, when you realized yeah, it, how did you eventually get get out of that state? Oh, it was basically my transition from you know the US to Ghana, coping, trying to fit in, trying to um, you know, balance schoolwork with social life and. And also, like, adolescence and things, you know. So, like, it was kind of a lot. And, um... Did you have to go through all of it by yourself? Yes. And I'm like, yeah, I did. It's later on when I when I got into university and then I started getting close friends that I started opening up and talking about, you know, it and all of that. But, um, my mother wasn't around. My dad was busy, you know. So Charlie, who is who are you really gonna talk to, and who are, who are you gonna open up to? And so so for you, it was uni friends that helped that helped you get out of that. Situation. Yeah, and then being being able to adapt, you know, I had to adapt to my environment and do the best to should I say survive or make it, you know, however whichever phrase best fits the situation. Um, but yeah. And then, you know, eventually, as I got to uni, like you said, talking to some people and getting close friends, I, um, you know, I opened up about it and stuff. And then, you know, but originally, I had already accepted it. You know, I knew that I was going through this. So it wasn't like I never accepted it or I was in denial. Hey there, I'm MC Nell, host of the MC Nell podcast. Now, there's a new mobile hair service in town called Natural Space that is aimed at reducing the struggles you face when you are taking care of your natural hair. They diagnose your hair and customize the best products that would help you achieve healthy, lustrous hair through your hair journey. Their products are handmade and organic and include a shampoo bar, growth oil, and others. Head on to their Instagram at naturalspacegh and get yourself a box of customized hair products for as low as 150 CDs. And guess what? Apply the promo code MCNL Season 3 to get a 10% discount on your order. Don't wait till your hair is bad. Start your hair journey with natural space. How, how about you, yeah? You When you went through your face, how did, how did you go about it? Did you know what caused and all of that? I'd rather not talk about the cause, but like the denial thing. Upon me realizing that I think what I'm going through is depression, 
for a very long period. I just thought, like, I, could, I maybe it's the denial thing. I, yeah, I just didn't know what was wrong. It wasn't making any sense either. And it was like every every day you'd want to how to put it ji and see how the day will go. But you know, with time, it starts catching up with you. And I think I, at the the particular year that I was like, you know what? I feel like this thing is actually depression. And the few people, unfortunately for me, the few people that I'm to talk to about it, you know, it's like they feel like they know your situation or they know why, or I feel like there's a reason why she's saying she's depressed. And they're trying to validate. It's like they assume. Yes, they were trying to validate my feelings. And then even when I did gather the like, momentum or the courage and say, you know what, person A, I feel like this thing is depression. Like, I don't know if it's the audacity or the familiarity or what you know the these people can actually tell you oh no there's no way and then when i actually it got to a point i yeah. told one person that you know what if one day yes i die don't tell me or don't come and cry on my cops that i didn't tell you and even with that they still don't see the seriousness of it so i just came to the realization that this thing like i have to do it alone i think nk is on yeah. was a new change in the environment and blah blah i think mine i just i just you know the god thing i just came to my senses that you know they said cast all your burdens and all of that and i was so busy being involved in that mood and i had even i totally forgotten that i had the dearest friend jesus christ and there's not me trying to sound or trying to let people convert on a podcast but like nana kwame said in every dark time, we're supposed to look at God. But there's a thing that Christians do. We want to act as if there are certain situations that are supposed to limit our faith. And at that point, I just realized that if I can't even turn to people that I feel so comfortable talking to, it was just the right time. It was just, there was a need to cast this burden, you know, to God as well. And that's, that's how come I came out of it. Or I should say I'm coming out of it because it's not like a one-day process. Also, like you're saying, it's a process. So eventually, you re- you see yourself seeing some improvements and yeah, trying not to backtrack and go into that space again. So yeah, that's that's basically that's it. mine. For the most part, I knew the courses, but then I just wasn't ready to tackle it or to be honest with myself and say this is the issue. Let's go after it. Let's do this. Let's do that. So for the most part, I was just like happily like not. Bothered but not being bothered. I don't know if that makes sense because it's like, you know, this was bothering you, brother Charlie. You're equally not bothered to fix it, sort of. So that was for me. But then eventually I, I got the help I needed. And yeah, gang, gang. But then with the older generation, let's not, let's not go too much about ourselves. So with the older generation, if they are also to start admitting that this is what, what should be the way forward? What should we, what should we do about it? What, how should we get them help? Me personally, I feel like I feel like they are they are lazy about their situation, so they are lazy. Exactly, yeah, so they are not How? willing to How? admit. If you are not willing to admit that this is the issue you are in, and to get like their proper help, that's laziness, really. Because you I think I think we should do a lot of education on it. That's what I, I personally. Yeah, I, I said we should, leave, we should leave them to yeah. God. We should leave them to God. <laughs> we should leave them. We can't make it to God. <laughs> 
that, that's the truth. We can't leave them to gold, but because of the, of the effects it could have on everyone else. But for the most part... But education is key, at least educate, as a starter. Yeah, we should educate them. Yeah. To inform them. At least in our household. But see, education. If, if your household, your father is shattered, how are you going to talk to him about this thing? Oh, but you know, the, those people whose fathers are shattered, the older he gets, the less shattered they become. Wow. Oh, I'm shattered forever. Ah, you'll be shattered for where? That's a, put that in your pocket and sleep somewhere. I'm going to tell you something to me. I don't tell you I'm shattered. And there's a there's a way to handle every parent. You know, Bob, they're like so, everyone knows the way their their parents are. So like yeah. basically you just know that, you know, the, the older you get some things they'll relax or some things they'll you know, they grow tired or they grow older then and you know. And you educate them and tell them that yo, Charlie, this is the way it is oh. So right now I'm going. Yeah. So open your mind. No. Yeah, inshallah, boss. You <laughs> said the vibes and Allah. <laughs> you understand. And then I feel like even if they do comes the realization that, yeah, I've accepted it and I'm depressed, eventually it will be a let's go to church matter. You know? So. For like I mean, for for their kind of generation, like, yeah, I think. So, so if we yeah, do say let's leave it to God, it's not coming from any form of like resentment that oh we're angry at them that oh they don't want to accept so they should go and sleep somewhere or something. But I just feel like with that type of generation, that's how it would end anyway. Uh-huh. Do you guys, do you guys have anything else you want to add to the conversation? Anything you want us to talk about? Bring it up, let's, let's kill it. Depression is not good. Talk to somebody. Depression is not good. Talk to somebody. Honestly, don't keep that, to yourself. Don't keep to yourself. That's what I'll say. I think. Um, talk to somebody. Talk to people. People that <clears throat> you feel you can trust. You know, you can't trust with anybody. But then again, um, find someone to talk to. Open up bit by bit. Um. People are resourceful and people are helpful. So, you know, talk to somebody. That's all I'll say. You know. All right, babe. How about you, Hilda? What's your, what's your say? I mean, I, I have to agree with Nana Kwame. You have to speak with somebody on the issue and try and identify what exactly makes you feel like that. And I don't know how. I don't even know what I'm going to say is sensible, but I don't know if tears work for everybody. But sometimes it's good to cry yourself to sleep. You wake up feeling a bit better. Yeah. I mean, at least it works for me. <laughs> but you say yours is in depression. So. No, mine yeah. is in depression. My brain, my brain. Yeah, I dig that. I I I yeah. How about you? What, what, like your last words, would you say anything you want to talk about? Me, see, me, I'm just amazed as to how Hilda has dissected. <laughs> but I, I, I think also that you guys to do, like, you know, you'll be the best person to advise because you are, you are kicking ass, right? So Yeah, actually, I feel like, yeah, yeah since you admitted you are still sort of in that space, you might be, like, the, the most powerful. Just, yeah, you, you should let us know okay, how you are dealing with it. Out. 
I mean, we, we all have something to say, but let me hear you. Yeah, I would say that no matter how the individual you're going to, you feel like you're going to address the issue with, no matter how close you feel like you are with the person, you know, um, look carefully, like analyze that, yeah, this person is close to me, but does this person, how do you even say that thing? Is a person open-minded? How does a person feel on um, express themselves on, you know, topics like as such? Yes, before, because if not, you end up. I don't. I don't know how to put it. I don't know if it's gaslighting or what, but you end up doubting yourself. Yeah. yeah. And you will be like, ah, yeah. yeah. Me and I know what I'm going through. Yeah. And I'm yeah. coming out to you because first of all, me. I hope these people they listen to this episode. Because it took me a long ass while before, you know, I came out to tell you A, B, C, and D. So the least, so point is, yeah, the least you can do is think with your head and not with your emotions. Because if you like, oh, this thing, if it were to be me. Dropping gems. She's dropping the gems. If it were to be me, this thing's not a big deal, you know? Because yeah, we all know Kenata self or their body should be if you feel like your house is far. Yes, it's a very touchy subject. If you feel like your house is far yes, and someone's house is behind yours, if you feel like feather, yeah. and, uh, if you feel like you're not having you're not having a male yeah, child, someone is not even having kids. Yeah, people, yeah, people who talk like that, I think are the most selfish people. People who always have have a way of turning things around, making it about them. It's, I think it's just being selfish. Really, yeah. like to a very yeah. large extent. Yeah, because nobody's talking yeah. about you here. I can. And sometimes, listen to me. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it amazes me so much because we put it like, let it be like, like a mom or an auntie or someone, so I can say, oh, she she's downplaying it. For sometimes the type of people that are familiar with this topic, they know how touchy it is, and you you'd want to believe that they are very much abreast with it. Or you feel like they're very smart people that would know how to go about it. And they just just pure disappointment. And it just makes you doubt that, are you the same smart person that I've known for these six, seven years? Because this one, they, you know, but it just it just comes down to you. Hilda was saying something. Hilda, what are you saying? Well, I was like, then we should, we should choose our friends wisely. If... The people we think are correct are acting like this, then I don't know. That's that's what I was actually going to say about um how to keep your spaces when you are in these positions of feeling like you're depressed or that kind of thing. Because whoever you open up to or whoever you decide to talk to is um luckily or unluckily going to be sort of like the breakthrough for you. They're either going to push you deeper down the hole or they're going to help you come out. So if you are you are honest with yourself and you know whoever you're going to talk to is fit to be in your space, I feel like okay, then do it. But then if you start second guessing, and the thing about second guessing is once you feel that slightest thing, that is it. Like you don't need any other hmm? confirmation from anyone. Uh, it's, it's, like, yeah. it's like a girl it's like a your girl and a boy. Can't leave that her guts don't lie. Yes, it's like a girl and a yeah. boy. Like once the girl feels like the boy is moving iffy, once the boy feels like the girl is moving iffy, and he ignores it, in the long run, you it will end in tears. And you people, like, we have seen it so many times. <laughs> so it's like, 
once you feel you that thing, don't ignore it. But if you feel like for a second that uh, maybe I should rethink this this opinion or like this thing I always tell this person, let me rethink about it. Then you should know that no, that's that's not the person you're, you're probably supposed to be talking to. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So keep your spaces. Like keep the people you keep in your spaces should be sensitive and like open-minded enough to be able to help you find a solution. Maybe they don't have a solution, but then they can tell you, okay, let's go to this therapist here, or let's go see this person. Like, I can have this contact you could talk to. I know they'll be of help, but I don't personally don't feel like I'll be of help. And that's a much better thing than jumping how, what someone is feeling just because you might not properly understand what you're going through. You did. Yeah, yeah. Depression on its own in the society that I'm in, I just feel like it has a it's been a long time coming and it has like a long way to actually to go. Go. Yes. So until then you as an individual or if you know someone that is going through it, you have to find because you have to find a way basically to know how to mitigate the situation. Because even society-wise, it hasn't been accepted much. So I think that's also a problem as to why people are not able to come out. And even when, if and when they do, it's a struggle. And it hurts because um, sometimes it takes so long for the person to even know that this thing that I'm going through is depression. They finally accept it as individuals that this is what I'm going through then like they're afraid to even come out because society isn't accepting it. This person I'm going to, like there are so many things that are questionable. So small, small, we'll get there. At least that's how I see it as a society. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like we make it seem as if depression is like some taboo, be like haram. If you're mentioning like, ah, what are you saying? Shut up. And it's, it's pathetic. So it'll, it'll take a while, you know. On that note, we have come to the end of the conversation. Ew, what the conversation does mean? Yeah. What what I would have to say is um you should check on your friends. Um just just not for checking up on them sick, but like genuinely have the interest to know how they really are and how like to know how they actually are feeling so that if you could lend a helping hand you do that. If you do if there's anything you have to do and that you can do, you do. And also, if you find yourself in a position of depression, uh, whatever you believe in, you could pray. If you don't believe in anything, just hope that it will eventually get better for you. Um, uh, what else? I, I, I really think that's, for the most part, that's really it. So just be honest with yourself and just know that eventually you'd get out of that phase. And yeah, you'll be in a better position. So this has been the MCNL podcast. We've had a very interesting conversation today. It's always interesting when you talk about it. Oh, see, I have one more thing to say. When your parents are depressed, feel free to talk to them. Ask them how they're feeling. I don't know, find out. When, when, you, when you feel like you, you realize your parents are depressed, kindly talk to them. Find out how you can help them. Just like you do for your regular friends. Just try and lend the same helping hand to your parents. So they could also eventually come out of that phase and treat you better. I don't know, have a more positive impact on you. And maybe your siblings or whoever you have around you. So this has been the MC Now podcast. Uh, bring me another interesting conversation. You're definitely going to hear from us again soon. But until then, follow the podcast at the MC Now. 
podcast. Uh, you're going to see all of us on the interacting with you. Share your views with us. Let us know what you think about this topic. Until we come again with another conversation. Goodbye. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com.